The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children. Those who fail to appreciate the subtle beauty of a reverse three and a half in the pike position or my mother, mom, I know you want to be supportive of my endeavors, but seriously, stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted knitting. I'm Sarah Kane. And I'm Lansing Mike. And we're here on a Monday night because... Schedules. I, oh my skits, god. Yo. So yeah, this past weekend, I did make it to number six dungeon oh, and excellent. we'll have a full report of that. Okay. But also, there was my brother's going away party. He is going to be spending two years in Germany mm-hmm. and has said that Keith and I have to visit him, mm-hmm. and he, and there may be a limited scholarship for that. Oh. It's always nice when somebody else pays for it. And so, you know, when I'm in Germany, I may put in an order with Black Style out of Berlin and have them ship it to Hildesheim rather than Lansing, because... <laughs> Oddly oh. enough, that's a lot cheaper. <laughs> yes. Hearing about Kickstarters and then issues with yeah, international yeah. shipping can be a very prohibitive yes. in some things. I- international shipping is a royal pain. And most of my brother's stuff is going by cargo ship. So, yeah. So, saw them off and um, took a family photo with everybody for three generations. And... Their kids are one and a half and three and a half, and the three and a half year old is extremely energetic. Mm-hmm. It's tiring just being in the same room as her. So the picture is basically just a bunch of people smiling and a blur being held down by one of them. Yes. <laughs> well, and they also took uh, couples' photos, and so ve- there's a very nice picture of my husband and myself. So, and we'll be getting that frame on our desks and walls and stuff like that and workplace cubicles yes and yeah so good uh, it's good yeah. to be out at work i just found out i didn't realize we there's another gay at work i'm not the only gay in the village oh goody um one of the students that we've hired is gay and we found out at the company camp out when we're going to get ice and he's I'm walking with him and another co-worker and we're talking and the, my co-worker's like i he looks at us and is like i'm the token straight in this crowd and I looked at the other guy, and he's, like, smiling. I'm like, you're gay? And he's like, yeah. And he looked at me, and he's like, you're gay? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so at some point, we're going to have to have a confab about, you know, talking about the various crotches and asses at work and appraising. Uh, we kind of talked about that a little bit, and other people were like, we don't want to hear this. And I was like, okay. Yeah, no. Have, yeah, take, take that to a text message or, or Facebook. No, I, I'm not in contact with I don't know him at all. In fact, I was not even remembering his name mostly. Basically, all the college students, I just like, oh, there's, you know, there's, uh, you know, Sam. But then there's the girl, the redhead, the other one, the other other one. The other other one. He was the other other one, but now I actually have Plus, they they tend to rotate out after what? Four months? Five months? No, these are friends of the family, so they will be there. They're there for four years because they're going to work for us between classes. Oh, okay. Um, And so, no, it's fascinating because I think he's 18. And so I'm really curious. Well, I'm kind of curious about the experience because we talked about his coming out experience and Mm -hmm. it was interesting. Um, You know, he's out to his parents, he's out to friends and it's just a kind of a little different world. I mean, you know, then I was just kind of curious because yeah, he's never really had too much trouble so far with, you know, being out except for the fact that most of the guys he wants are straight. Well, yeah. Because I guess in his high school, even though there's 230 students in his class, there are only two out people. And it's oh, like, interesting, yeah. that's a, you know... Well, one about 1%. But yeah, I can see two out people out, in yeah. high school, yeah. 
And I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with drooling at a distance, but yeah, it can it can get frustrating after a while. Mm-hmm. So that was just, but it's nice to you know, it's like okay, cool, and you know, we didn't have too much chance to really compare notes that much because he was with the kids, and I'm not a child. You should tell him about the podcast, or maybe I'll I'll give you one of my business cards that you can surreptitiously slip to him. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. His kink level yet, and I didn't know his. You know what? You just found out he was gay. It's yeah. It's rather early to be asking. Well, and also, you know, being gay doesn't necessarily mean kinky, right? No, but I think it's more open to kink because you've had to think about things. I know. I think I want. I'm more curious if he knows about the resources on campus and all that. And I know there's an open house for uh, next Monday. There's an open house for LGBTQ students. Mm And it's like, oh, cool. And so there's resources. They're very different resources than when I was there. Yeah. Because, like, each complex has its own gay group now. And once upon a time, there's just the one that exists for the whole campus. And now it's all fractioned off. And it's like, there's a lot more. But they're also not as organized, I think, as when we were, when I was (laughs) kids nowadays. (laughs) Gay community is not nearly as organized. And it's like, oh, no. It's it's just different. Soon after the presidency of Pup, of Lansing Pups and Handlers got shoved onto me. I did send an email to one of the main gay groups on or at MSU mm-hmm. and never heard back. So I, I don't know. Could be either organization or just like there is a weird divide between the student groups and other groups of Lansing. There's been, I've talked to people and they're like, yeah, we don't do groups with those, the adults because we don't want creepy old men creepy on us and it's like oh you wish child you wish <laughs> but creepy old men are fun but i think this is he was not speaking for their organizations i think he was actually just talking about his own like oh old people and it's uh, like yes child and if you're lucky you'll be one someday yeah uh, enjoy young and pretty now because it doesn't last he wasn't but... very pretty he had young going for him that's me being catty but <laughs> he started it well but <laughs> that's me being childish yeah <laughs> Well, I also, I'm also thinking back to my time at Ferris and my time at uh, University of Michigan, mm-hmm. and yeah, there, especially at Ferris, there was not a lot of crossover between the student population and the general population mm-hmm. of Big Rapids. And I know at Kettering, the, the other big university in Flint, it's really bad. Um, they're their own kind of walled off community there so and from the other side too i've seen it from like the you know adult there's air quotes there for the listening audience um organizations in lansing Mm -hmm. um have always kind of looked at students as like oh you're transitory you're not gonna be here for very long yeah you're gonna be here for four years you're mayflies you'll be here and then you're gonna be gone um but you know so it goes both ways you Mm -hmm. know and so that's um but lar lansing association human rights um it's had a huge change over recently where uh the Former president uh, finally said, I'm tired and I'm older and I'm feeling like I really don't want to, you know, let's let it open. Found out, yes, uh, she'd been president for at least a decade. Then we looked at the bylaws and it's like, oh, you're only supposed to be president for two years. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah, that was a mistake. But no one else was jumping up to that thing. So, um, but no, um, new year, many, we have new president, uh, lots of flood. Flesh blood, that's creepy. Um, <laughs> fresh, fresh blood, blood, which is also kind of creepy. But yeah, I was excited. I missed the last meeting, but there's like a list of all new board members and names I didn't recognize. So it it looks exciting, a new time for it. A lot of these people are involved with Hughes, which was this kind of a youth auxiliary for LAR. It's like, oh, it stands for something. Human, understanding, environment... That's not somewhere another. It starts with human, but it's about you yeah. know queer issues. So a lot of younger people on that. So that kind of bridges the gap. So I would not be surprised if the future of Lar has a younger face, and, cool. which means the old people will be like, "Oh my gosh, they're changing it. They're turning it into something horrible." And it's like, well, of course, that's the youth's job to turn the world into something you do not understand. Boom. <laughs> that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> okay. So there was also a meetup of an online group. That I'm a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, we are the remnants of a website that started during the initial dot com boom. Oh, okay. it was one of the first websites where you could comment on news stories. Mm-hmm. 
and it kind of died off when all of the news sites realized, oh yeah, we can have comments right on the site. So mm, its main okay. selling point died out. But we had a chat cabal going on IRC. <laughs> Look that up, young ones, what IRC is. You know, we've stuck together for 15 years now. Oh. And there have been a few in-person meetups. Not everybody can attend because... How wide-ranging is it geographically? Uh, from Sydney to London. Oh, okay. And covering the basically the entire English-speaking world. We, we have representatives. So. And are you at liberty to say what the kind of commonality is? or uh, It's kind of nerd culture. Okay. Um, yeah, really, it's... It just kind of formed. It's just general. Yeah, it, 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 it formed around the website Plastic.com, okay. which was kind of nerdy news okay. and commenting. And we were the moderator cabal. Okay. Uh, and we had a chat channel. And, you know, we just stayed together it in, you know, the IRC channel outlasted the website because mm-hmm. it was hosted separately. And, and we have since migrated to a Slack channel. You so know, you had it, a physical meetup? We, we had a oh. physical meetup of a few of them. And this wasn't the, fir- the first one of them, but it was the first one I was able to attend. And, I mean, four of the members of the chat cabal who live in Livonia attended my wedding. Oh. So, and that story's kind of interesting okay short version two of two of the members of the chat cabal were married to each other okay they got divorced and married to other members of the chat cabal and there was a bit of a worry when that happened that the that it would split Mm -hmm. but they stayed on good terms with each other and in a way you know it it has ended up while they do not live together it is basically one extended family okay so Hey, we wow! People yeah. actually being adult. Yeah, what a concept! Adulting, adulting properly, yay! Yes, so yeah, the, there are older brothers from the original couple who have a younger sister with with okay. each of the new couples. So mm-hmm. yeah, the, the the kid, the relationship between the kids might be a little strange once school starts there. But okay. yeah. so yeah, I was thinking it was. Uh, Queer content, but no. it's nerd content, which is also no. Cool. Yeah, I am one of two gay people in the group that that I'm. Nerdy of. is important. In yeah. fact, I'm gonna the next number six. I can't attend. Be, well, I was going to attend, but um, something else came up, and it's like, oh dear, something nerdy. I'm supposed to run games at a convention. <laughs> Friend said, "Can you do it?" And I'm like, oh, it's like number six or running games. Yeah, I'm more nerd than kink. I'm afraid, but well, fair enough. Just, yeah. oh, almost two sixes in a row. Oh well. And, uh, no, I really like this group because they helped me find a job one time. Okay. I'm really grateful for that. Cool. So, uh, before we get to number six, yes. there was a new review oh, dear. Well, on iTunes okay. uh, that I want to share. You always spring these things on me. Yeah. Surprise! <laughs> reaction, reaction video. Well, except without the video. Reaction audio? I guess so. Yeah, that works. <laughs> I guess there is a word for that. Yeah, th- this is actually from the end of July, which shows you how often I actually log on to iTunes because I use Podcast Addict to actually get my podcast. But anyway, heard about your podcast from the Sewers of Paris. Yay, thank, thank you. you, Matt. Was surprised to find 25 episodes already posted. The first episode did it for me. Kinky Bears and Crochet. Someone <laughs> after my own heart. I have crochet friends, kinky friends, and bear friends. Some are in two categories, but you are the first I've met to share all three. Have only listened to four episodes so far, but am enjoying them all. Keep up the good work. And yes, uh, uh, thank you. Hopefully, you're still listening. <laughs> Even though you heard of my inability to crochet and maybe my eventual hatred of the whole. Con- <laughs> yeah. well, someday, someday, I will. I, I will do this. So someday. I'll, I'll teach you how to That's do it. I, you have to, I think, just be lurking and telling me what to go where. It'll just be like hands-on. Yeah. We, we have to find someday when we're not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. And sit down for a few hours and I'll, I'll teach you how to crochet one way or another. I have many hooks and yarn. Uh, so thank you for that review. And yes. Please uh, do rate and review us. I am told that's how people... Find yeah, things algorithms. on iTunes is yeah with the algorithms. I know it works with books like on Amazon. You know, doing book reviews or just even just giving it stars without the reviews helps with the algorithm to be put up for people saying, "Oh, if you bought this, you should check out this." 
and you get to a certain level and it, it becomes much more visible. And I've heard the same thing happens with podcasts um, on iTunes. I've also heard someone say that's not how it works, but it's like, well, I don't care. It can't, can't hurt. Can't hurt. I know. And also, you know, it gives us a little ego scratch. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh people so, are listening. Yeah, somebody cared enough to, to write down an, an opinion. And I'm waiting for the first, you know, we need our first, you know, we need some one-star ones out Yeah, there. That, that will be Which interesting. Which we will also read. I know authors. Oh, yes, we will absolutely read the one-star reviews. Without venom or vitriol. We'll take them seriously. Yeah, we will take them as cons- well, we will take them at the level that they are presented. Because a true constructive criticism, even, you know, even if harsh, it's like, okay, yes, things can be better. Um, you know, when they're horrible, it's like, yeah. I remember a book I actually wanted to say, this review is helpful for me because um, the reviewer was like, one star, this was horrible. It's anti-Christian. It's socialist. It's well, Which I don't think, it's just a children's fantasy book. And this person <laughs> was really horrified at it. And um, and I was like, oh, this is definitely the book I want to read. Yeah, absolutely. I, even though he gave it one star, it's like, is this, was this review helpful? Yes. Hell yeah. Yes, it was helpful. It's everything I want. Socialism <laughs> and, and anti-theism. And no. Uh, all right. So, yeah, number six dungeon. You were at the, the company camp out, yep. right? So, uh, with, a gay, with an 18-year-old gay. Well, it's not quite as exciting as it sounds. No. I heard originally it was almost going to not happen, yes. but yeah. then I saw their email saying, nope, we're, we're on and doing yes. it. The, the host did have a health scare, and so there was some concern that number six may not happen, mm-hmm. um, but he was back to his same level of fighting self, which, mm-hmm. you know, he was upstairs playing gracious host mm-hmm. the entire time. Yeah, it, it's the same. It's a lot like it was last month. Okay. Um, very gropy. Okay. Um, we had a lovely, yeah, there's a lovely corner, massive crowd of gropers. It was quite yes, nice. Yes, yes. So a lot of groping, a lot of touching, a lot of kissing. There was some instruction on rope bondage um, that I came into in the middle of. So I, I wasn't able to... I wasn't the one being taught. It wasn't a general class. It was somebody... Oh, just showing showing, showing the ropes to well, someone else. Yes, instructing somebody else how to tie up a third party. Okay. And so I was able to uh, pamper the bondage bottom uh, oh. once the the tie-up was complete. Um, oh, like, oh, like while they were tied. Yes, while... Okay. Yeah, while not, not necessarily aftercare, but actually... No, yes. While, while they were tied up, yeah, once... Once the uh, hands were bound and a rope harness mm-hmm. was applied, then, yes, there, there was some pleasant touching uh, okay. involved in there. And then, um, yeah, and then the instructor, that we then untied the third party, mm-hmm. and the instructor tied up the student, okay. and he got touched. So well, that I mean, yeah. it sounds good because yes, if you're going to be doing it to someone else, you should know what it feels like, so you can you know be in that place, so you know what's going on or what could go mm-hmm. wrong or all that. Yeah, so that's the way to do it. That was good. Uh, we got riffing on Rocky Horror audience participation quotes. Okay, and talked about different interpretations of Rocky Horror that we had seen, and I mentioned I had seen one. Uh, version of the Rocky Horror Show, so mm-hmm. the stage production, where the guy playing the criminologist was playing Creamy as if done by Rod Serling, okay. narrating an episode of, of The Twilight Zone, which mm-hmm. worked. And I had also heard of, uh, back in the 90s, there was one at the Fox Theater in Detroit where Crim was in a straitjacket in a, quote, padded room mm-hmm. and was relaying this as someone who had been driven insane by the revelations. So. I was trying to think. I've, I have seen the stage play of it because they did it at, uh, I think, Wharton. They did it at MSU. Okay. Um, because I remember the guy who played Rocky was quite nice, and I'd seen him in other things. He was, and he was, you know, looked lovely in gold shorts. And he was also quite the monkey. Um, he was, as, he was uh, trained in stage fighting, and he, there was a play that they took scenes from Shakespeare, mm-hmm. did the scene with the fighting, and then deconstructed it and showed how you know how they set up and how he choreographed the fight. And I think uh, the director was pointing to this guy. I think he was an MSU gymnast. 
and or something and he was just very physical and she said he's a monkey when you have a monkey you use the monkey <laughs> so he was doing backflips in this fight and making the fight anyways he was rocky and yeah there was a scene where he climbs up the scaffolding and, <sighs> and like, yes and it was like whoa and then just you know jumped off of it and it was like Wow, and it's like, yep. When you have the monkey, you use the you monkey. You use the monkey. And so, yes, I know. I, I that's the only thing I remember of that production. <laughs> I fear. I think it was pretty straightforward. Otherwise, I don't think they took yeah. too many liberties with interpreting it, which would be interesting because you know, like something like Shakespeare, yeah, it gets interpreted right. incredibly. Yeah, but Rocky I, I was, horror. Hmm. I was kind of thinking, and we we talked a bit about the upcoming presentation on Fox, where mm-hmm. Laverne Cox is going to be Frankenfurter. And I said, I'm concerned about that because Laverne seems to be playing Tim Curry playing Frankenfurt. Mm-hmm. The, the, in the trailers, the, the line readings are exactly the same. Like how Brandon Roth was playing Christopher Reeve in Superman. Right, exactly. I mean, Brandon yes. Roth, he was yes. doing a very good job of being Christopher Reeve's Reeve, Superman. Be, yeah, Christopher, which yeah. was nice homage, but yeah, it's, yeah. You know, it's not... And, and it, I, but it didn't seem to really succeed. I was thinking about you know how how could one interestingly reinterpret Rocky Horror, mm-hmm. and after bubbling away in my head for a while, I was like, Rocky Horror is very much inspired by the the fifties sci fi, mm-hmm. and the music has a very fifties rock and roll feel to it. So I was thinking, what what if we pulled that forward to the 80s mm-hmm. and based it on 80s sci-fi, kind of like weird science, mm-hmm. uh, for the most blatant example, and change the music from 50s rock and roll to 80s new wave. Or, you know, I'm thinking also a lot of Danny Elfman-inspired yeah. themes. Or... And, you know, or, you know, but how much, yeah, how far can you stretch it without changing it into a different beast, you know? Right. Yeah, have have Frankenfurter instead of being Faye Ray be Boy George, mm-hmm. and yeah, not and you know the fifties being you know a very repressed time and the eighties were repressed in their own way and you know Doctor Scott instead of being a secret German would be a secret Russian mm-hmm. and I see potential there. But I am not good enough to, to make that happen. And I don't know if Richard O'Brien would sign off on something like that. Um, number six felt kind of short. Um, I got there about 8.30. Mm-hmm. And then the party kind of sort of broke up about 10.30. And what happened is that slowly people started trickling upstairs. And they just stopped to watch the men's 10-meter diving. And there's Ah, uh, Yes. There's one, I, I don't recall his name, but there was one American diver who had a beard. No. And he was cute. <laughs> I mean, that. I mean, I did not really pay much attention to the Olympics, but um, I'd be in several times this, you know, last couple of weeks I've been in bars or places mm-hmm. where it's on TV. And it's funny, um, last weekend I also went camping with a different group. Uh, we were in a sports bar and they had trampoline on. And, oh yeah, and our and our just our comments were like, "This is a sport," and people were pretty derisive of it until the first couple did it, and then we were transfixed, and we we're oh, like, yeah. "We see him get to the edge, and we're like, oh, oh!" And especially, what was it? Um, don't remember his name. It was something very Anglo sounding, but I think he was New Zealand. Okay, this blonde guy. Oh my God, they had shiny silvery shorts that showed off. So, and he's bouncing, and then they're showing the bouncing in slow motion. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm drooling. And I was the token gay in that crowd, and they're like, Mike. And it's like, but oh my god, it's like he's blonde and that body. Um, yeah, I, trampoline is kind of like halfway between gymnastics mm-hmm. and diving. Yeah. And a, a lot of the, the same thing. And they're showing it from above, so you're mm-hmm. seeing that, and then side, and then the slow motion of the tricks they did and we're like okay yep it's a sport yeah i you know we have the most basic of cables so i wasn't able to see a lot of the sports i'm sure that i can go on to nbcolympics.com and and get some stuff on demand but who has the time mm-hmm. but you know i'd like to see rugby mm-hmm. water polo greco-roman wrestling just yes there's... super heavyweight weightlifting mm-hmm. 
Oh, 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 oh the, those old world's strongest man competitions on ESPN. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I heard more news about like just how I heard more news about the coverage than the actual events themselves. Yeah, because there's some sexist bullshit that was going. Oh, on yeah. About you know this one woman competed and she did well. And it's like oh well, you know they should, should thank her husband trainer for that. And it's like no, no. You do not, you know, compliment the trainer. And I saw this lovely montage, which was um, them asking male athletes questions typically. Asked of female athletes. Yeah, it's like, so uh, talk, tell us about your hair. <laughs> it's like, that's a fetching outfit. And these athletes were just like, wait, what? What? And I'm like, uh, I'm not having any of this. And some were actually like, I'm, well, how dare you? Yeah. You know, that's, this is stupid. And it's like, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the what the point. point. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh God. And then, you know, same thing with political stuff. I'm sure we're going to hear lots about, you know, Hillary's outfits. But then we also hear a lot about Donald's hair. Ugh. Yeah. And other sundries. Oh. Yeah. So the, the one piece of politics, Bette Midler tweet. Oh. Trump wants Clinton to shut down her foundation. We just want Trump to pick a better color for his. <laughs> what was it? Well, there, there was uh, something I thought was interesting. Um, There's an artist who made these, I don't know, a series of statues or one of a naked, you know. It was a Trump. series of okay. statues, yeah. And they were erected and it's like, ha ha. But I kind of agreeing with the, the, you know, yes, he's a garbage human being. Oh, sorry, any Trump supporters listening to us, but hey. No, sorry, not <laughs> sorry. Exactly. Um, it's like, I don't think there's any. If there were, well, just hate us. Send us that one-star review. Uh, we'll, we'll frame it. Yeah, we don't like the person, but why are we using transphobia and uh, body shaming? You know, right. we, we can just use his own words to show what kind of person he is. We don't need to make this image. I'm like, i kind of with that, too, because... Yeah, it's it's unflattering, and it's like, why is it unflattering? Oh, because the statue's fat and has a tiny penis. And it's like, okay, yeah, I'm sure there's some fat people with tiny penises who are wonderful people. Why are we using that as like, oh, how you know, oh, gross? Well, and then when the New York Parks Department put, took oh. it down, their tweets say, "We do not allow erections on park property, however small they may be." <laughs> So. so I can understand, but yeah, it's like, let's think at least one level deeper on this kind of stuff. And it's like, what are, what tools are we using to attack people? Um, the other thing, Trump business, I heard that's so sad. Kirstie Alley is a Trump supporter. She's also a Scientologist. So. I, well, that's okay. There's, you know, I, but she, you know, I, she was, you know, what, the original Savick. Yes. I loved her Savick. I did not care for Kim Cattrall Savick. No, she wasn't Savick. She was a different yeah, one. Kim, but Kim she was, was basically supposed yeah, to be yeah, Savick. She was supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah, so anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it's like I've always loved her from that. And now it's like, oh, I feel oh. bad now. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. On to the expert portion mm -hmm. of the show. And oh, dear. Oh, dear. So, I, you know, the Feral Traction guys said that this is very much varsity level kink. Which I think uh, is very nice of them. I don't know about that, but. I'm always very critical of my own stuff. All right. So I thought that I would talk about something that is less high level and something that I have a lot of firsthand experience with. Oh. Masturbation. Okay. Are you getting your five a day? God, no. <laughs> yeah. One friend posted who, who recently got out of a, a relationship posted. You know, that feeling when your libido isn't under control and you've just orgasmed for the eighth time in 24 hours. And, uh, yeah, guy, yeah, I, I, I said, saw those two. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, and part of me was, you know, like, well, go you because, you know, <laughs> yeah, bravo. But another part was like, wow, you must have not had much schedule that day. But then they also explained what, what else they were doing. And there was, you know, it was a, it was a relaxing just me day. Yeah. And that, 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 that is a good thing. It's not something I ever seem to ever do. So I'm when I see other people have done it, I'm like, oh, that's neat. <laughs> maybe someday. <laughs> yeah, maybe someday I'll have some pure me time. And also life. just the fact that like, wow, it's like I'd be hard pressed for two a day, but I've never really had that libido either. So yeah, no, I my another part was yeah. like. Did you need some help? <laughs> if someone lent a hand, could you have gotten nine or ten out of that? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll. Twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> One an hour every hour. 
I am happy doing it once a day. And actually, it's it's kind of tapered off recently mm-hmm. just because I've been so incredibly busy. And I'm not the kind of guy who has a favorite porn and will re-watch it. Okay. I am, you know, I follow a bunch of people on Tumblr mm-hmm. and I read Nifty all the time, but it's always the new stuff. Mm-hmm. And recently, several of my favorite Tumblr content producers mm-hmm. have deactivated their account. Oh, so, yeah, so that that feed hasn't been coming in as much. So I, I need to go out on the hunt for uh, new. new sources of... It's out there. Um, interesting filth. Yeah. With mine, it's always been a matter of um, mostly magazines. Magazines are kind of mostly white. And so magazines aren't really out there much anymore. So it's just this stack of magazines on the shelf at, you know, and I kind of go through it. I'll grab the one off the top and make use of that. And then it goes in the bottom. So they get cycled <laughs> through. And the cycling goes pretty quickly. And it's like, wait, I just thought I, I think I just I, came to this I, one. And it's like, yeah. no, it was, you know, it made it through the thing. And it's like, oh, I'm just that familiar with them. Because they're all like, XX Showcase was the magazine I liked. Because it was just stills from... Uh, reviews from uh, uh, videos. Okay. So, and you know, there's a nice variety of stuff and, you know, things being seen. And it's like, oh, okay. So, and it's funny because every so often it kind of renews my interest. I'll come across on sale one of the movies reviewed and it's like, oh, I'll actually get to see this. Yeah. And then, and then invariably be hugely disappointed in the lack of acting or just shrill voices that accompany these yeah. super hot men. It's like, oh my God, this guy's so hot. And then you hear his voice. I'm like, Damn, Damn. I, I, the, the fantasy is destroyed. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, so that's been and even like videos and that is like, well, that would require a whole. You know, you have this system down where it's very mm-hmm. s- simple yep. and efficient, and in that it can be a, I think, a kind of a dangerous thing in a weird way. Like some people talk about how casual sex can be bad because you know you don't form emotional attachments and you know you're kind of damaging yourself, which I don't think about yeah. that. But, you know, I could see that if you rely on casual sex without, you know, an emotional connection. Yeah, because it's easier. It's easier right, to find someone right. on a grinder. Whereas, you know, chatting someone up, getting to know them and that. If you're just not into that or, you, you know, you just want something quick, it's there. But that would be the same thing as, I think, eating only fast food in life. You can make do with it, but it's not going to be the necessarily the best thing. Yeah. Um, for me, it's like masturbation. It's like you get a certain pattern or way of doing it. And suddenly it's like, you know, like I said, I have trouble coming. You know, mm-hmm. with doing other things. Um, you know, the way I masturbate, boom, I can zero to 50 in like five minutes, it's over. And like, okay, moving on with the day. But <laughs> I'm so programmed into that. Right. When I'm not doing that, it's like, oh, this is going to take longer or this might not even work. Right. And I've talked to some people about that, how you kind of expand your repertoire of mm-hmm. how you masturbate to like be open to when it's someone else's hand or mouth or ass to be able to bring you off. Quick aside here about the the casual sex. Mm-hmm. I, I had lots and lots and lots of mm-hmm. casual sex in my twenties uh, and my early thirties, <laughs> and then, but the first time with my husband, where mm-hmm. there was that real deep emotional connection, I, I was like, why didn't anybody tell me this was possible? Th- that this is possible, and, and that it's. So much better, and yeah. To steal a, a quote from the last unicorn, I didn't know I was so empty that I could be so full. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't know I wanted this, but oh god, I wanted this. But touching on, uh, the, oh, the puns are are gonna be fast, furious, and completely unintentional. On your side. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I don't know about unintentional. It's one, it's one of my humor deficiencies. I'm just not that you know punny about stuff. I just I'm not that quick. I think right. that's my I'm, I'm I'm not as quick, and so I I de- denigrate puns. Right. Well, and you know, talking about the day for yourself mm-hmm. and doing and masturbating the same way over and over, there is a group of guys online, um, there's a group of guys online for everything, but who call themselves solo sexuals, who just masturbate and turn it into an art form. And Mm -hmm. some of them proudly boast about how they are addicted to it and how it is having, uh, how it's affecting their 
social life and their work life. And I'm oh, like, it's interfering, you mean? Yeah, okay. yeah, that, yeah, that's interfering with those things. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm an every, <laughs> you know, everything in moderation, yeah, including moderation itself. But <laughs> yeah, you have to. I think you just have those times when you just you know have a big blowout and just you know fuck moderation you know it's like, right you know be it you know eating or drinking or just having a good time or being social it's like yeah you have those points where you just go overboard and right. then you know but you just don't do it all the time otherwise you know right i mean and, and they talk about you know going you know that they've taken a long weekend and that they are just beating off for 72 hours straight and and uh, yeah so when you first mentioned that group i was thinking that might be my kind of people (laughs) because i've always found like basically masturbation to be way more satisfying than sex you know sex with Mm -hmm. someone else can be fun and yeah i'll be aroused but you know just the you know sheer act of you know the amount of orgasms i will have it's like no that's right and and of course there are not everybody on the site is that wildly gung-ho about it that it is okay. their entire life but those are the ones who make most of the posts talk about it yeah, okay. t- talk about the i was gonna say yeah. it's like who has time for that <laughs> well and that you know that they are eschewing other outlets and that it that they're just focusing on masturbation and uh, it, there's a lot of cam uh, chatterbait okay. um, guys connecting on these chat video chat groups and encouraging each other in their masturbation. So are they witnessing each other masturbating? Yes, yes. See, then suddenly, I don't know, I guess the act is still the same, but I think once you've added that social aspect, it's now sex. And to me, anyways, in my, you know, definition of sex, you're interacting with another person, titillating them, and, you know, it would be like sitting across the room from someone masturbating. It's like, that's still a sex act in a way, because it's... You're interacting with someone, and you know, right? And now, if on the other hand, the person you're watching doesn't know you're watching, well, then that's just voyeurism. Yeah, (laughs) and that's not as uh, that's not the sex act. You know, it's like right, or you know, I'm posting my masturbation Mm -hmm. online, then that's exhibitionism, Mm -hmm. and and I'm not reacting back and forth. And you know, there I read one guy on this group who was like, you know, I used to watch. Porn. I used to be in these chat rooms, mm-hmm. but I'm going more towards being a social sexual. So now the only porn that I am watching is watching old recordings of myself beating off. Interesting. And I, I don't, I don't claim to understand it. I, I find it interesting from an anthropological perspective. Well, and in, there's a term, in, you know, narcissism. It's like you're turned yes. on by your own beauty and your own, you know, it's like, wow, I'm hot. I'm turned on by myself. And it's like, congratulations. <laughs> I'm glad you think so. And, but... you know, yeah, you, you know, it's like, it's kind of like the joke about, you know, if you could blow yourself, you'd never leave the house. It's like, well, if you find yourself very sexually attractive, then that's kind of convenient. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to lose about 200 pounds to be able to blow yeah. myself. Someone jokingly said, would you have a sex with your, would you have sex with your clone? I'm like... If he was skinny, and they like, they're amused but also horrified. But yeah, you know, yeah, I'm not happy with my own body. No, I'm not gonna have. You know, well, would I have sex with myself the same size? Yeah, probably. You know, because I know what to do. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm not really attracted to you know myself. You know, I mean, right. I can look in the mirror and say, oh, I'm looking good today, mm-hmm. and it's like, but you know, just. Someone, you know, if I walk past myself on the street, I don't think I'd be like, stop the presses. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go home and, you know, tug one out to that. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather tug one out to diving, rugby, <laughs> water polo. Trampoline. Trampoline. Taekwondo. And, tonga. Tonga. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, on top of that, there was, um, yeah, so it, it's just, you know, but yeah, that's, yeah, the question is, is sex with your clone masturbation? No, actually, not just a clone. An actual copy of yourself down to the, the actual mind, which isn't uh, No, se- sex with your clone is twin-cest. Oh, okay. I can go yeah. for that. Um, now, the question about these, you know, solo sexuals of that. Yes. I don't think you can call it a sexuality unless you have a flag for it. Do they have a flag? 
It's a, I, it's I, a Kleenex. I <laughs> no, I don't. I don't believe that they have okay. a flag. And you know, being solosexuals, they aren't that organized of a group. They don't need to be. It, it, it's a very individual pursuit, like a convention of hermits. Yes. Um, I think there's a Python one, Monty Python. It was like a whole collective of hermits all living together. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you all have your own caves. No, I mean, but like I said, that, you know, if it if it interferes with them actually having... Now, if they just don't want interactions with others. I mean, if they're like, okay, I'm, getting, I'm being physically satisfied, mm-hmm. I'm good. Um, I don't really want a partner or, you know, then, hey, more power to them. Everyone should be able to determine what they want. But if they're kind of like, I wish there was someone else here, I wish it were right. my own hand... But this is just easier. Yeah, and I mean, part, part of my concern, part of the thing that made me take a step back a bit was those who identified as addicts and mm. bragged about it. Because to, to me, addiction is when it starts interfering with the rest of your life. Yes, yeah. when you don't show up for work that day because you just really wanted to beat your old record for right. that day. Right. Or you skip, yeah, going and... Being socially active, I don't know. But if yeah. you're bragging about your addiction, I don't know. I don't right. know how no. many addicts are truly proud of being an addict. Right. It almost sounds like well, it's almost like saying I'm a sex addict because it's more like look at all the sex I'm giving and doing. It's like it's, or, or bragging about being an alcoholic. And well, yeah. I mean, well, I think you brag about being how much alcohol you can, you can put drink, away, yeah. but then still maintain a job. It's like you know, but you know, I don't know. I guess I've known people who have been braggy about horrible things that they've done that were just like look at the damage i did to my car wasn't that funny i don't even remember any of it because i was blanked out it's like jesus christ it's like at least i didn't hear anybody hit and runs last night and they're like what it's like dude yeah you obviously were driving your car you have no recollection of it and so yeah yeah i guess yeah yeah, you have people brought you about anything so it's not them just showing how virile they are it's like yay i'm addicted to this and Go me. So, yeah, I think the bragging is the weird part. Yeah. The addicting, yeah, I can see. Sex feels good. I mean, it's hitting mm-hmm. certain, you know, the poor rats that were wired to, you know, hit the button for, the, you know, that stimulated the pleasure center. It's like, okay, we'll just keep doing this till we pass out because mm-hmm. it's nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there, there's talk about, um, they talk about gooning where you're just so focused on your masturbation, um, that it kind of becomes a meditative state and you, okay. and you lose track of time and the rest of the world falls away and it's just, you, you know, your hand on your dick and whatever pornography happens to be playing. Yeah. That, that sounds interesting. Yeah. That sounds like getting into a weird, you know, a different, an altered state of being, you know? It's, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's really, and it's also, you know, related to edging that they want to get to that state and hold it, mm-hmm. and that the most common way out is the orgasm. Okay. So they they want to hold that plateau or chafing to yeah. the point of pain, and it's like, oh shit. Well, no, that that's that's why you know they talk about using lube like Albaline and um, to prolong using uh, poppers. See, it's funny they bring up this topic because I guess I unfortunately missed it, but uh, people, I guess the. Um, the night I turned in early from the company camp out because it was raining, mm-hmm. um, I missed a bunch of guys and I think a couple of women talking about masturbation. <laughs> oh, uh, dread it. One of, my, one of my coworkers <laughs> talked about how he just likes a dry rub. He wants no lube. He, and I'm like, and I'm thinking, well, does he have like... Foreskin? Foreskin. And, and he, yeah, he was not born in this country, so most likely. Yeah. I so mean, that's almost like yeah. a jack sleeve. But he's like, he likes it dry and everyone was like, some people were horrified and... And I know the people who are talking, I'm like, damn, why did I miss that conversation? <laughs> Dread it. Because I'm nosy and I want to know you, the you masturbatory wanna, habits of my coworkers, them. especially ones that are kind of hot. Yeah, I actually prefer not using lube mm-hmm. myself. And it's because even though I am technically circumcised, mm-hmm. the, the doctor did not give me a tight cut mm-hmm. and... After tugging on it for so many years, you know, I'm, I'm able to use the loose skin. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't, you know, the only time that I get the chafing or the irritation is if I'm, go, if I'm intentionally going for a long marathon <laughs> session. Then I, and I do have, a, 
you know, after hearing the guys talk about it on the website for so long, I did get myself a small thing of Alvaline mm-hmm. to give it a try, and it's yep. it's all right. I mean, it's basically petroleum jelly. Okay, so definitely not condom safe or no, no, yeah, it or toy safe. No, it's not condom safe, not toy safe, and you know they. They only talk about using it for masturbation, but it is very greasy. And because I tend to beat off at my computer, and I'm not usually watching video, I'm either reading a story or looking at pictures. You need the use of your hands doing other things. Yes, and because until we get those Star Trek computers, computer turn page. Yes, oh. because I I beat off with my right hand, and I work the mouse with my right hand, and I've I've got a trackball mouse that will not. That is not comfortable at all in the left hand. Okay. So, so um, what you need to do is figure out a way. I see that you have, you know, is it Xbox? Uh, yeah, I've got an Xbox with 360 with, with the Kinect. So you just figure out a way to, you know, play your, you know, surf the web with that so you can just like wave your hand to move on <laughs> and stuff. You know, like a very convoluted, you know, system yeah. of, you know, shaking. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Yeah, it's for me, it's just like, oh, I talked, I had a friend who mm-hmm. um, transitioned from female to male. Okay. And talked about how masturbation was a very different experience. Uh, as a woman, it was a day off, kind of pleasure yourself, you know. It was a involved process. Mm-hmm. It was like, let's read some really good uh, fan fiction that's really sexy. Let's have all the right toys and all the right lubricants. And just, you know, have a, a nice long session of it and treat myself right. And we just, you know... Go to town and, you know, have that kind of afternoon to yourself. Mm-hmm. But it always had to be that. Like, there was no just, like, quick, you know, there, boom, there, boom, boom, there, done. Yeah, there was no quick beating off. Until and, they got yeah. on the testosterone. Aha. And suddenly then it's like five minutes in the shower. Like, up, oh, I'm showering. Boom. Boom. That was wonderful. Okay, cool. And that was enough. And, you know, they could do it, you know. And it was like they were really, like, interested in that fact. That was the testosterone that seemed to be the difference for them. Yeah, of of all you know, of all the myriad changes that they are going through mm-hmm. in their transition, that you know, the way that they masturbate happens to be one of them. Well, it was more perfunctory. It was no yeah. longer this you know little act of self love and pampering yourself. It, it was more just like brushing your teeth. It's like, oh, I have this feeling. I need to take care of it because also the feelings were coming much more frequently, and mm-hmm. they could not you know have their afternoon session to take care of every time they just needed to get off. And it's yeah, like, they wow. needed to get off much more frequently, but they were able to get off yeah. much faster. And, that. you know, that's me too. It's like, uh, well, you know, well, one different way I do masturbate, I masturbate very differently at work than I do at home. Because usually, like I said, I don't have internet at home, so I have internet at work. And sometimes in the evenings I'm working on something, and, yeah, there's some people's uh, tumblers that I found and look, and there's some cool pictures. And then sometimes that goes down. There's no filter at work. Uh, they, they just don't want us, you know, the, 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 their only thing is don't go anywhere. You're going to get some nasty virus that's going to hurt the computers. It's like, fair enough. Ah, I try, you know, also the computer I have is a piece of junk. So it's like that, that could be sacrificed. Um, but no, they invariably they'll lead to something else. And, you know, I found out that something that I found really alluring is when I stumble upon someone's Tumblr that I know them and it's like, oh, they recorded themselves jerking off. And it's like, you know, people I've not had sex with having sex, it's like, oh, I feel now, you know, I, you know, there's a bit of intimacy that's been established, one-sided intimacy, yes. but still it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. And um, then invariably it's like, okay, um, going to just go to the bathroom stall and this will be, and I found out then phones are very dangerous this way too. <laughs> it's like, oh, that little clip, that little, you know, thing they had on Xtube or, um, you know, on their Tumblr site. I can view that on the phone, yes. in the stall, yes. while I'm doing it. Oh dear, this is dangerous. Which is funny because um, one friend's Tumblr has a lot of, um, it's surreptitious filming of people jerking off in bathrooms. <laughs> and invariably, and I'm like, okay, this is awfully wrong. It's awfully but... really hot. And it's invariably some guy who's holding his phone and jacking off in like a locker room or someplace where you can hear conversations and other things going on. And he's just, you know doing what guys do. It's like, okay, let's take care of this fast. And somehow the filmer has figured a way to put the phone by the crevice or under the door while the guy, and it's like, I feel really dirty and wrong about this, but it's really turning me on. But it's really hot. (sighs) Yeah, no, I don't at work. I have before at previous jobs, and I worked at home 
for for several years, and that that yeah. that, that really doesn't that count, the lines. right? While they don't have filters at work, every single website is logged by IT. Okay. And I know that if I went on to a Nifty or an Xtube or a Tumblr, I'd have an unpleasant conversation with HR. So I, I just don't do it. Plus, we are in, we're in cubicles, but we're in pods. Uh-huh. So, I mean, any at any time, anybody could look over and see my screen. So, yeah, and even yeah. me. My screen faces, like, the hallway, which has windows. So, you know, anyone walking past, you know, in theory, might get a glimpse of something. So, yeah, it's not often, uh, it's, you know, I'm not going to... Yeah, it has to be very late, and it's like, okay, is anyone else working? No. Okay. Yeah, no. Which happens an unfortunate amount of time. Also, like I said, um, my feeling is, yeah, if, if if you're doing something and you feel embarrassed by it, well, either get over the embarrassment or stop doing stop it. Stop doing it, yeah. And for me, it's like, you know, if our IT guy came and said, dude, those sites you're watching, it's like, okay. It's like, you know, it's, you know, did he, was there a virus or something? And it'd be like, no. It's like, okay, then what's the problem? <laughs> Yes, I go well, to dirty sites. Are we not supposed to? Okay, then make that rule, and then I'll stop doing it. But. Well, and and they do say that those porn sites, and especially the ads on those porn oh, can be sites, much, yeah. are are a very bad vector for a lot of nasty mm-hmm. stuff. But having said that, my phone wallpaper mm-hmm. actually just cycles through the photographs that I've taken mm-hmm. with my phone, and most of those photographs are filthy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. Nobody should be close enough to see my phone. And I'm, you know, the wallpaper is up for such a short period of time. And it's blurred slightly anyway. So I do have plausible deniability. But yeah, I mean, once a day, usually in the evening is when I do it. And yeah, just find some stuff and go. And I'm a happy camper and good for another day. Mine's more morning or night, you know, when I have to, because it's in bed. So yeah, no, that sitting at the computer does it for me and yeah that because that's how i get most of my porn and as do many yeah where are we at okay and on that stroke we uh just have time uh to talk a bit about craftiness and crafting so how's your how's your scarf going along slowly (laughs) i I actually got some work uh going up to the campground uh near traverse city i was with car and yeah took my scarf along it was car camping so i didn't feel you know it's like okay And I got uh, some rows done, and every time I'd finish a color, it's like, yeah, Plum, you're my bitch. (laughs) And the the other passengers would look at me, and it's like, I'm just very happy to change colors. Well, way back in episode 10, Mm -hmm. we had the interview with the proprietor of... Crochet Empire. Crochet Empire, and he talked about uh, how he crocheted some jock straps out of leather lace uh-huh. and i finally Ooh. went to joanne and picked up a small piece of them uh if you are it took me forever to find it because this was actually in the jewelry section mm-hmm. and i was looking with the threads and oh. yeah and uh, of course i can never find anything in joanne's even when i have an idea of where it might be mm-hmm. i'm always wrong the only thing i can find by myself in joanne is the yarn because <laughs> that that's you know that, I'm very, that's a broad category yeah. i'm and, very and familiar with the jewelry yeah. section because i've off, i used to do beading for a little bit and way too many beads and then yeah and that's and also the little leather section it's yeah. funny the, the the store that has the most extensive selection of leather tools and leather is hobby lobby Ugh. i know so it's like that's interesting and funny yeah so I, i've got two yards of two millimeter leather lace Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna muck around with it i'll probably make something uh for pup clutch um who at at number six dungeon um because he he picked up a bulldog harness um he's gonna be getting uh the neoprene wolf hood and probably a show tail i think another material that would i think crochet well make a really nice pouch would be um the the kind of more suede you know the thicker Leather, kind of not quite shoelacy, but there's like the the thicker, softer leather. Okay, yeah, no, I, I saw those. Because I mean that yeah, yeah that's going to be interesting and stiff, but that will be more I think almost fabricy and yarny, and it feels like it'd make a nice soft pouch. Yeah, the the ones that I saw for that were 
to my eye at least, seemed too wide mm-hmm. to be able to crochet a They're also wide and kind of flat, so they're yes. more ribbony, so that yes. could be an issue. But I, I could see doing macrame mm-hmm. with that, but not crochet. Okay. So, yeah. But, yeah, I'll, I'll probably end up doing just a, a, just to see if I can crochet this, I'll probably end up just single crocheting this, because, again, it's only two yards, and I know that I'll go through that fast this will probably just like turn into a bracelet or an armband. Yeah. I, I don't think, I really don't think there's enough for a collar. Because mm. let's see, because yeah, my neck is 20, yeah, it's 20 inches. And this is only 60, 60 plus inches. Okay. Well, yeah, seven, yeah 72 inches. So, yeah, that'd be a really, really mm-hmm. tight crochet to be able to to do that so what was crafty there's yeah. two crafty things that came from camping uh the two camping trips the first camping trip happened uh northport which was like north of traverse city in michigan mm-hmm. so what do you find in a very rocky beach right and uh so what do you find on rocky beaches in that area petoskey stones aha uh-huh. and so for people who aren't michigan people petoskey is our state stone it's a fossilized coral that existed in a big colony somewhere around petoskey michigan and then died and turned to rock, and then glaciers crunched up and scattered it around the state. So you find it in stream beds. It's a very soft rock, mm-hmm. and it uh, doesn't take well to um, mechanical tumbling. So I heard uh, I was looking up because he had some beautifully polished pieces on his mantle, mm-hmm. and he says you have to do it by hand. So sure. sandpaper, and wet sandpaper, and you start coarse, get the shape, and then go finer. And I was like, oh, I really want to do that because I found some nice ones that I think might polish up well. So. So another yeah. craft that I luckily some sandpaper that's a pretty cheap craft. So yeah, and, and the stone time. and the stones themselves you just pick up from the beach. Yep, and I have quite a few of those. And I even thought a cute thing might be to uh, we just had a friend just move to California, and um, he was at that camp out, but uh, he was looking for a Petoskey. I could kind of get the idea. He was wanting to find a stone to remember Michigan by, mm-hmm. but he also drank heavily and did get a lot of sleep so he was passed out the day that we actually had sun where not passed out but napping they didn't really napping um when there was actually sun on the beach where you could see the stones but i thought it'd be nice to polish one up and i'm picturing like taking just a like acrylic paint and doing a nice little outline of michigan on the stone mm-hmm. and it's like oh that'd be a cute little thing or if you've got a very steady hand and because it's so soft maybe a dremel tool and actually oh, carve it into that would uh, be lower peninsula. That would just be madness. And I don't have a trouble. <laughs> um, no, I think painting will be enough. Pa- painting. Well, and what was yeah. the craft from? Oh, there something crafty came up in the last one. Um, oh, uh, so uh, rode up with a friend who used to work at our lab and now no longer does, but was visiting for the weekend, and she knits cute stuffed animals. So whenever there's a baby. In her life, you know, someone has a baby. She knits, and she has a flow chart. Uh, no, Excel spreadsheet of like what animal she's knit for what kids, <laughs> so she doesn't double up. Right. But yeah, uh, she showed me the one she had made. There's been a new baby in the, you know, the lab family, and just adorable. I think it was, and it and it was knitting, not yes. not um, not amaguri. No, well, it's a large, so it's actually okay. like teddy bear sized knit. It's just you have to do a tight knit, and then you pack it. Huh, you know, okay. and uh, it's, you know, you could see a little bit through the gaps, but yeah, she had a, and I, I knit very tight, so I think I need to look into that because I've seen some cute teddy bear patterns, and I think I even bought a nice, uh, oh, agora yarn or something that was super soft. Yeah, yeah. That, because it was a teddy bear pattern I bought, and it's like I need to learn to do this. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen the the crochet ones mm-hmm. be, you know, a good yep. size. I mean, it, it takes more work, but I. I yeah, all of my you know crochet dicks have been four inches long, um, and I need to make another one of those one of these days. But yeah, so yeah, so I saw that, and you know that was like, okay, there's yeah another avenue, and you can even do the amaguri knit, you know the small ones, you mm-hmm. know there's patterns for that. So so if I fail at crochet, then I can always try knitting cute yep. little nerdy things. Yeah, you'll probably need to invest in some uh, double-ended needles. I have those. Oh yeah, yeah, I have those for socks. Yeah, which, yeah, figure, same idea as knitting a sock. Which is a lost cause because I'm a one sock wonder. Those will, uh, yeah, I've knit one sock and uh, it needs a couple of repairs where a couple of stitches drop, but I can weave it. And I'm about an inch into the cuff of the second (laughs) sock and it's uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, I've, I've heard there's a technique where you 
knit two socks at the same time. Well, that would then give me three. So no, <laughs> I, I don't want to learn it. I, I want to finish the one Look. for the pair I started. And I love I love sock yarn. There's some beautiful sock right. yarns, but it's so fine. It's like, oh my God. Like when Ugh. Chris Empire said right. he was using sock yarn, I'm like... Wow! Wow! Like oh my! So goodness. so yeah. that's it. So yeah. So yeah. We don't have the these the scarf bet is still in force, and we don't have anything to show for yeah, that. Yeah. No, but. I I don't I don't think that bet is going to pay off until until it gets cold out. <laughs> it's a long game. It, yeah. It, and on that note, we've run out of time again. Send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. We are your hosts, Sir Arcane and Lance and White, wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Good night.